You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. Welcome to The Andy Storch Show. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where we can come together to starve our fears, follow our dreams, and fulfill our true potential, and make an impact on the world if that is part of your goals or mission, like it is mine, uh, to make the world a better place, to inspire people, to take action and improve their lives and live a better, more intentional life. And what I want to talk to you about today is getting you, getting you out there, um, sharing content, speaking on topics. Uh, and sharing your thoughts and opinions, even if you don't consider yourself an expert. And I'm sharing this because I had an opportunity recently that I took advantage of um, to speak on a topic that I was not an expert on. And I want to tell you about my thoughts on that. And I want to ask you, if you get invited to share on a topic, what if you do and you don't consider yourself an expert? You don't think you really know that much, at least not compared with a lot of other people out there or don't feel like you look or sound the part of an expert in this space, should you still take that opportunity and speak up on that subject? And you already know what my answer is going to be. It is absolutely yes, because I strongly believe in putting yourself out there, doing the things you're scared of, sharing your experience, your wisdom, your knowledge with the world um, for a few reasons. One, uh, creating content is the name of the game, right? I am all about building a personal brand, sharing content out there that can help other people and uh, building my business. And I believe that if you are trying to build a business or a brand, you've got to put stuff out there. Number two, by sharing your experience, your wisdom, your uh, thoughts on a subject, you may be able to make a difference. You might inspire one person, maybe two, maybe three to take some action and do something differently. Um, for example, when I put this podcast out, I don't have a huge following, but I do have people who listen and who get inspired and who take action on this stuff. And when one person messaged me and says, man, I really needed to hear that from you today and I did X, Y, Z, that fills me up. That makes me feel so good. That is why I do this. Um, I don't make any money for this podcast or most of the content I put out, right? But I'm trying to build that brand and build that authority and help people. And that's what you have an opportunity to do. Now, what if you don't consider yourself an expert? Let's look at some examples of things that I do already uh, where I definitely don't consider myself an expert. Side note, I don't really consider myself an expert in anything. I shy away from that word. Uh, I know that it's important in marketing. A lot of people refer to themselves as experts because it might attract clients because it shows confidence and all that sort of thing. Uh, you probably won't ever hear me refer to myself an, as an expert. I do know a lot of things. I know a lot of people. Um, but to me, an expert, the word expert connotates that you almost have it all figured out. Like, you know, so much people should be coming to you um, to ask you about things. So I don't consider myself an expert on anything, but there are several topics that I either know a lot about, or I've talked to a lot of people about, or I am passionate about, for example, uh, entrepreneurship, right? I have studied it. I've interviewed dozens and dozens of people. I'm fascinated by it. I can speak endlessly about entrepreneurship, but I am far from an expert. I have only really been a true entrepreneur for a few months, uh, whereas many people have been entrepreneurs for their lifetimes. Uh, so it would be ridiculous for me to refer to myself an expert. And yet I still get interviewed on entrepreneurship podcasts all the time. 
um, because I'm so, I guess, outspoken about those topics, right? Um, personal branding, something I've studied a lot. I know a lot about uh, because I've followed experts and I get interviewed um, on personal brand podcasts. I'm speaking on a personal brand summit coming up called Brand Heroes hosted by Aaron Hunt. If I remember, I'll put a link to that in the show notes for this. Um, I speak on talent development all the time and I don't necessarily consider myself an expert, but I have interviewed, I don't know, 150 people, uh, talked to a lot of people. I host a podcast. I run a community now. Uh, and I'm also hosting a virtual summit coming up on talent development called the Talent Development Virtual Summit. Uh, we can talk about that later and how I'm building this whole summit without being an expert, but I consider myself a connector. Um, and there's plenty of other things I can speak on that I'm not necessarily a quote expert, uh, but I have plenty of things to say. And I think by sharing those, I can help people. I can inspire people. Um, I can educate people because there are many people ahead of me. And that's the trouble when you get asked to speak on something and you think, oh, I'm not an expert. There are lots of people that know more than me. And that is true. But there are also many, 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 many people who know less than you and could learn from you and could be inspired by you, right? Okay, so let me get to my specific example and what inspired this podcast episode. So I was recently asked by a woman uh, named Vivian Aqua in the Netherlands. She is hosting a diversity, equity, and inclusion or DEI virtual summit. And we connected uh, through a friend on LinkedIn. We got on Zoom and she asked me if I would speak on her DEI summit. And I was a little bit um, taken aback. I mean, first of all, I, I, was, I was flattered and I appreciated it. And I said yes almost immediately uh, because I don't often turn down these opportunities, at least at this point in my career as I'm trying to build my brand. Um, but as soon as I accepted it, I was like, oh crap, what did I just do? Um, and my first thought was, what do I know about DEI? Um, I'm not a DEI expert. I've never worked in DEI. I don't work in DEI now. Um, I talk to a lot of people about it because I think it's closely related to talent development where I spend a lot of my time, my niche. Uh, and so I have learned a lot about it, but I haven't worked in DEI. I haven't implemented any DEI programs. Um, I am far from an expert in this space. So do I have anything to share on this topic? And then the second thought I had was, would anybody even listen to me if I did share because I don't look the part? And let me tell you what that means. And we do this all the time, right? What does a uh, XYZ expert look like? What does a DEI expert look like? Well, I have been in the corporate world, working in the corporate world for many years. I've met many DEI practitioners, you know, people who work in DEI. And I'll tell you that there obviously there's no rule. Everybody's different. But by and large, um, they tend to be women or people of color, right? These or, or, um, or LGBTQ, right? Gay um, men or women, um, because, and I, you know, I, I, this is not true for everybody, but I believe it's because they have empathy for those in underrepresented groups, right? They know what it's like and they have a mission, a personal mission or a passion to go out and improve diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging in organizations and make a difference because they didn't come from the world of privilege that I did. So I thought to myself, I am a privileged white man, straight white man, right? What do I have to say about DEI? And would anybody listen to me where they look and go, oh, easy for you to say that we should do this. You're a white man, right? And this is what the things that we fear. But then I changed my tune. I, I thought to myself, well, I actually have learned quite a bit and I do have some things that I think I could say about DEI. And 
I absolutely am passionate about improving DEI, especially inclusion. I think it's really important. I've spoken about it before. I've learned a lot from people. And what if the way I am actually causes some people to pay attention um, because I'm different than some of the others that are out there speaking about DEI? Uh, and then I had a quick conversation with my friend Kay Fabella, who is a DEI expert. Uh, she's amazing. She may not refer to herself as an expert, but I will call her an expert. She's been on my talent development podcast. She's spoken in my community. Uh, she's wonderful. She's amazing. And, and, she, and I brought this up with her and she said, oh, Andy, you absolutely have things to share on this subject. I know you know a lot about it because I've spoken with you about it. And that was very reassuring. And I said, okay, I'm going to go do it. And I put down some thoughts and I ended up writing a bunch of notes and then I sat down and I recorded about a 15 minute presentation. So not that long. If she had asked for an hour, I would have been, I would have been screwed. <laughs> I don't think I would have talked that long about it. Um, but I spoke for about 15 minutes about the importance of inclusion, why it's more important than diversity, uh, why it drives uh, innovation and business results and why more organizations need to be thinking about it and why, how it also ties into talent development and about the importance of community as well. Uh, to tie into the community that I run and why we all need community today. And I think it was pretty good. We'll see what people think. The, uh, the summit has not aired yet. It's in September. Um, but then uh, Vivian also did a follow-up behind-the-scenes interview with me, and I thought it went really well. It was fantastic. She asked great questions. I was raw and um, vulnerable and just shared about my passion for this and how I'm shifting my mindset and trying to make a difference in the DEI world. And I think it can help people, right? Especially maybe those who look like me and think, well, I, because you may, if you are white like me, you may have also had that thought. Well, what can I do? What difference can I make? How can I help? Will people listen to me if I want to be part of this? And so the answer is absolutely yes, you can and they will. And that's why I shared. And then the final, final, final thought reason for me going ahead and doing this is uh, the question what is the worst that can happen? right? I'm not going to look, you know, I, I guess the worst, so there's a chance that I, I don't really know that much or nothing is groundbreaking and I share some stuff and people go, yeah, yeah, I knew that already. Thanks a lot for wasting my time, right? Probably that's not going to happen because people can stop watching anytime. If they do, um, even if they know the things that I'm speaking about, they might be inspired. It might give them ideas. And I find that happens for me all the time. Does it happen to you? where you know quite a bit about a subject and then you go listen to a talk or a podcast on that subject and you go into it thinking, I don't really need to listen to this or read this because I already know a lot about this. And then you walk away going, oh crap, I came up with five ideas by listening to that. Um, one example that happens to me for, uh, for that a lot is with LinkedIn. Um, I use LinkedIn all the time. I follow people, I study. I get asked many times to speak in other people's communities about LinkedIn and how to use LinkedIn because many people consider me to be a LinkedIn quote expert. I'm putting air quotes up um, because I know a lot about it, right? And so I think that I know a lot about LinkedIn. And yet every time I attend somebody else's talk about LinkedIn, I get an idea. Um, I usually walk away going, oh crap, I didn't know that. I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know you could do that. Or I did know that, but I'm not doing it enough. Or I did know that, but I'm not doing it at all. Um, another specific example from that is my friend, Tim Hagen, uh, who runs a coaching company called Progress Coaching. He and I talk almost every day. Um, he messaged me the other day and said, hey, did you know that uh, you can invite followers to your business page and post in that page, and you can create specific pages for different businesses, different things that you do, and share content there? 
And I was like, yeah, I knew that, um, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing any of it, in fact. And I was like, oh, I really need to be sharing more on my business pages. So he inspired me to go take some action on something that I technically knew about, but wasn't doing. So my hope is that with my talk about inclusion, that there'll be a lot of DEI, people interested in DEI watching, who might say, yeah, I know about this subject, but ooh, you just inspired me to think about doing X or I'm going to go do Y and therefore I've made a difference. Plus there are a lot of people who don't know as much as me because I have studied this, I have read books, I've talked to a lot of people about DEI, so I think I know a fair amount. While I haven't experienced uh, the challenges that a lot of people have from underrepresented groups, I've talked to a lot of them. I know what's going on out there. I have a decent idea. I think there's way more for me to learn. Um, and therefore, I can be an advocate. I can speak on a summit about a subject. And if I inspire one or two people to take action, then awesome. And again, going back to the question, what's the worst that happens? The worst that happens is someone watches my talk and goes, uh, this is dumb. This guy's an idiot. And then they tune out and go to the next one. That's it. I mean, it doesn't really impact my life. I mean, I guess if they're really a jerk or a troll, they might send me a message and tell me that they hated it. But that's pretty unlikely, right? So sometimes you have to ask yourself, when you're thinking about putting content out there or you are being asked to speak on a subject that you don't consider yourself an expert on, uh, what's the best case? What's the potential for this? You know, can I make a difference? Can I inspire someone to take action? And what's really the worst case scenario? And is it really that bad? And if it's not that bad, then I suggest you accept, you take the opportunity, you take some action, you go out there and share your experience, your knowledge, and your wisdom. You go help some people and then you say, I'm really glad I listened to that podcast episode from Mr. Andy Storch. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful and inspiring for you. I hope you have an awesome week and I will talk to you next time. Cheers.